Welcome, one and all, to an all-new Press YYZ, your favorite Canadian gaming podcast. A friendly reminder, as always, Black Lives Matter, LGBTQ plus lives matter. You can watch the show weekly on YouTube.com slash PressYYZ live over at Twitch.tv slash PressYYZ each and every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern or listen on your own time on your podcast service of choice. We appreciate however you choose to support the show, including subscribing to us over that on that there Twitch, uh, dropping the sub and the bell and the, all the notification thingies everywhere, uh, and using your free Amazon Prime sub if you have it and want to send that our way. But if you've got no loonies or toonies to toss, it's no big deal. We'll be here for you no matter what. Uh, I need a haircut, and I'm your host, Mr. Mitch George, joined as always by our stadius stan, Alex Ballant. Oh, um... Nintendo, more like Nintendo. Don't got him. The man of many hats, Nathan McInerney. Yo, that was a direct. The legend who walks among us, Alexander Cozy Cozina. I uh, got a new ring light. It's very subtle, but it's improved the lighting on my face and it's to the green screen that you have in back of me, and it's real good. And finally, the man of many backdrops, Mr. A.J. Fraser. Son, I am disappointed. Okay, this episode is going to be a little different. We are going to lead with our topic of the show and then do our usual shenanigans of talking about what we've been up to. But today is February 17th. Today is the first time in almost a year and a half where we've gotten a full Nintendo Direct 530 days. We are going to dissect the ever-living chagrin out of said direct. First off, general thoughts. How did everyone feel after this presentation? Cozy? Personally, I was uh, pretty satisfied with it. I'm sure that we, in the ranking of all the Nintendo Directs of all time, we would probably argue that this isn't the strongest. I'm perfectly fine with that. I think that the goal of a Nintendo Direct is to show off a variety of experiences that appeal to each a variety of different players. It's not to have like the big mega game that will appeal to everyone. It's to be like, how can we make each and every group on the Switch satisfied? And in that regards, I thought that this Direct was good. Obviously, there are certain pain points that we can point to, like the flub involving Zelda, if you want to call it that. That It's like, yeah, that's not super defensible like it's totally justified for you to be disappointed by that but i think that the and, and like i, I don't want to like traipse on anyone's uh toes here or put words in anyone's mouth but i i personally think that the salt that this direct is getting is a little unwarranted i am um, i'm just gonna jump off of what cozy said because i do agree with the fact that i feel like there was a lot of variety to what was shown here there wasn't just you know a focus on RPGs or a focus on action games. Like there, there seemed to be a good variety to what they brought here. And I think that was good to see. There was less first party representation than I would have expected mm -hmm. after as much time as they've had between proper directs, but they have sprinkled in first party releases throughout that. Mostly smaller things like clubhouse games or the um, remaster of uh, or re-release. I don't know what you would call it. The super Mario 3d world thing. Yeah. Um, it, to that point but overall. Yeah. I think, I think the internet's run, Nintendo put themselves in a situation where it didn't really matter what they did. People were going to be upset mm -hmm. because of how long it's been since one of these proper directs, as well as the weird, um, the, the way they used Zelda towards the end of the presentation. I don't think that was the right time 
to discuss Breath of the Wild too, or to even bring it up. But so like piggyback, so piggybacking off that, I guess the question is: We through the past year and a half, we've had partner directs and indie minis. Is am I correct or indie world? Yeah, yeah we've had the indie world yeah. showcases. We've had Nintendo Direct minis, and we've had uh, partners like third party specific directs. Well, they've had first party stuff too, right? They had that Super Nintendo World one. They had uh, yeah, like I feel like they did one for Mario 3D World and Bowser's Fury. I just question whether we yeah. needed this Nintendo Direct in this form if they didn't have the first party announcements to. Uh, yeah. Um, could we have not continued I've, with those smaller directs? And maybe expectations wouldn't have been through the roof because I think everybody. I think expectations would have been through the roof regardless. That's the yeah. Problem. But I think they've the, set yeah they've set the pace for what those directs are, so we have an idea of what we're going to get with those. Like this was a proper full out Nintendo Direct. We haven't seen one in a year and a half. I think that just blew expectations out of the water. Sorry, go ahead, Alex. I keep interrupting you. I think that yeah, I I I fully do agree with you, Nathan. That it's like you know all I mean. I kind of agree with both of you to the sense that like people will overhype anything that Nintendo like any like announcement thing that Nintendo is going to do. They think that it's going to be the second coming of of Nintendo. Like they're thinking like all of these games that they're waiting for are going to be released, but then kind of never do get announced. Mm -hmm. But this is also the first time that they're doing a full on direct and they just kind of all of these things could have been fit in with these smaller presentations. So like you can't really fault people for setting their expectations when Nintendo kind of doesn't do a good job at setting the expectations for people. I I expected nothing and I am still disappointed. Um I I as a, a, a Zelda fan, um, you know, I didn't actually dislike Skyward Sword, and I'm actually kind of an apologist for it. I didn't have the issues with, you know, and we'll get into it more later. I didn't have the issues with the controls that people had. There were some bad Nintendo-like Nintendo decisions that they made that they still make today um, in, for example, Animal Crossing. But um, it's just, hmm... Like, like what you said, Alex, it, it's they do a bad job of setting their own expectations out there. And like they, we just had this year of uh, like or six months now of like Mario's celebration. Um, they have so many historic franchises. You would think that at the bare minimum, um, Nintendo has the money at the very least to at least put something out at the same level. Even though we were all kind of disappointed with the Mario stuff, um, like with the, the the three pack that came out, the All Stars and whatnot, um, you know, it wasn't quite what it should have been. I was at least expecting that. You know, give us give us a, a, a Twilight Princess, Wind yeah. Waker, Skyward Sword collection. Did, you and they we didn't. don't know that we're we don't know that we're not getting that. That's the thing. Yeah. Um. So we'll get into it with release dates and things and prices. Um, that's going to be another thing that is probably going to come up repeatedly on the show, but there's a lot of time between now and when that Skyward Sword HD version releases. So maybe there is a one more thing of, you know, Wind Waker and, um, Twilight Princess are kind of just sitting there on the Wii U not doing anything. So why not just move them over? But we'll, uh, seems like it's easy to port and see. 
They ported almost I mean, everything. They ported when, literally everything else from that. System. Yeah, at this point, yeah, it has been literally everything else. Um, when they announced the Mario 3D All Stars bundle, that was like its own thing, right? They didn't have a like a direct mini. For no, it, it was right? a Mario. They had a Mario Direct. Ma- Mario Direct Mini. Okay. Right. Yeah, because I remember Mario 35 Direct. Because that's where yeah. they did Mario. Um, okay. The they did the, the Tetris Mario Battle Royale. Right. Yeah, yeah that okay. thing, and they did. A couple other things because I'm trying to because I'm trying to remember last year they had a few announcements that they just kind of dropped and they didn't have like a special event associated for it. I remember Paper Mario was one of those ones where they just kind of dropped a trailer for it. Same thing with the Pikmin 3 remaster uh, re-release like so there's kind of like a question of like what to Nintendo is worthy enough to go into a direct or is it just hey we have this ready and we're also doing this direct let's just throw it in. Like, at what point, where does the ladder stop for, like, what is worth going in a direct and what's worth its own separate announcement? I, I think that's where Nintendo needs to figure out what that means, because I don't think they know. I think that's the honest mm-hmm. truth. I think part of it as well is Nintendo has kind of shifted a little bit into not putting all of their, you know, not showing their hand too early. Um so this was marketed as, you know, Nintendo's Direct for the first half of 2021. Uh, we did see some things for later in the year. We saw things for next year as well. Um, I think they, it was more so just sprinkling in things people will be excited about. And as we get later into the year, we will hear more about titles that are still planned for this year, um, but that are coming later this year because they don't want to... I don't know. It seems it just seems like they want to hold these things as opposed to putting everything out on the table too early, because then they mm-hmm. end up in a Breath of the Wild two situation of or Metroid Prime four having to say it's not coming anytime soon, or Metroid mm-hmm. where they say nothing, or Bayonetta three. Exactly. Like they yeah. they they made these mistakes. Now they're living with them, and people are, you know, oh wait, begr- like understandably upset at those business decisions. Shin Megami Tensei five. Um, yeah, for yeah, some reason, exact same year, kind of. Let's add that to no, it was announced it, the same year that the Switch came out. Uh, the Mario Kart oh, SMT5 okay. was announced at the it. event. When Got it. Okay. Sorry, my mistake. My mistake. I just remember they showed a trailer again for it last year. Yeah, no. Right. That, that was announced when okay. Metroid Prime 4 was announced. Oh, okay. Okay. So how do you guys want to handle this? Do you want to go announce by announcement or do we want to just kind of hit the highlights? Let's hit the announcement by announcement. Go- see if there's anything yeah, to talk yeah. about. Chronological okay. order. So the show opened with a scene from Xenoblade Chronicles 2. So it's like, oh, are we getting some weird remaster, mm-hmm. re-release? Are we getting DLC? No. Pyra is joining Smash Brothers. So uh, the sword okay, from Xenoblade, a, a, another sword character, is joining Smash Brothers from another anime-ass <laughs> anime game. You um, know, somebody on Twitter said, at one point... Like Somebody on Twitter at one point actually went through the entire Smash Bros. roster and they found that statistically there are not actually that many sword users in Smash Bros. And the sword users that do exist can easily be divided up into various groups that make it so that really there are very few sword masters that are quite super similar to each other. I think that I I obviously understand the frustrations over this not being a third party character, but the fact of the matter is that going with these two characters uh, got Nintendo a bigger pop than I think they would have gotten going with many other third party characters that were being suggested for this Mm. slot. I didn't know who this was, though. Uh, My kids knew he was excited. It was a Xenoblade character, Um, but then he didn't um, 
like I'm like you haven't played Xenoblade. So I mean if he's played Smash, then he, I guess he knows Shulk. Yes. So he's like, oh, another one. Shulk is the only Shulk is the only character from Xenoblade so far. Yeah. Until- are, yeah. So it's there are it's not oversaturated. Okay. I think there's a fighter costume for at least Rex, which is I the don't protagonist from Xenoblade Two. Yeah. There was also a costume for Rex in Breath of the Wild as well. That's mm. right. Mm. Right. Well, I don't. We, okay. Yeah. We I don't know... think. Sorry. Go ahead. No, I mean, Xenoblade isn't as oversaturated in Smash yeah, as, say, Fire, Fire Emblem. Emblem. Or, or I guess some people would say Pokemon. Um, but Where's um, my Gen 9 Pokemon, goddammit? I don't think it's coming. Gen 9? Listen. What? Or Gen 8, there are, sorry. I was going to say, are, you're kind of jumping confused. the gun a little bit there. Always. Are they over 1,000 Pokemon yet? No, the next no. gen will put them over that, though. I, okay, I mean, so he, there are almost 1,000 Pokemon to choose from. I think there are plenty... Of potential good, po- like they made a whole fighting game out of Pokemon, uh, Pokemon tournament, right? And some of those Pokemon. other guys, I think, would be good as uh, Smash characters too. So we'll have to wait and see. Um, but we do know that Pyra is also going to have some sort of form change, similar to Zelda she- and Sheik, Sheik uh, where where uh, Pyra will transform into Mithra, and we will ha- get more details on this at some point because Pyra is set to drop sometime. In March for Smash Brothers. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mithra- so at now this the next point, announcement. Sorry. Yep. Oh, just at this point, how many characters are left for this fighter pass? Uh, That's the fourth two. Three. I think there's three more I, 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 after this. Oh, really? There's seven total. No, right? six. Or was it six? There's six. six? There's I think two there's two left. left. Okay. So do we think that they're gonna they're gonna try and like? Because how many? So how many characters has it been? I'm trying to remember how many characters has been third party and how many characters have been first party Nintendo. The entire first pass was third party, right? No, except Byleth. Yeah. Oh right, Byleth. And, uh, and then there, I keep there, saying Byleth, thinking, thinking Byleth was. Uh, does does two. Min Min count as first or third? No, first. Min Min's first. I would say that's first. Arms for, yeah, Arms Min Min's first. first. Nintendo okay. franchise. Yeah. Yep. So it's been two first party and then two third party. Yeah. Okay, so, I mean, from this pattern, we can kind of discern it's probably going to be one more first party, one more third party. Potentially. I wouldn't I wouldn't put any stock in that. We'll just have to wait and yeah. see, I think. All these of decisions course. were made, like, years ago or over a year ago. Yeah. About who these yeah. were going to be. And there was no, nothing that could affect, there's no smash ballot like there was before. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, they still have that data, but ultimately they choose, or Nintendo chooses who sakurai's putting in right yeah because i think that's what was said before the dlc was that nintendo had decided on all this stuff so yeah he didn't get the choice who's still to come yeah Yeah. uh now the second announcement is one that i'm sure is near and dear to nathan's heart and that's uh fall guys coming to switch summer 2021 like you called this before the event hit um i haven't played fall guys in a while it'll do well um on switch it makes me think that sony had a year of exclusivity Mm. on it that yeah, would if make it's coming out in the sense. summer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I also wonder if crossplay is going to come with this and maybe a potential Xbox version. Yeah, yeah I, I, would, I would hope at this point. Or at least cross progression. Because I'm not, I'm not going to pick this up if I can't carry over my progress from the main game or from the, the PlayStation version. I See, here's my yeah. thing. I can't imagine playing this on handheld because I worry about Nintendo's online connection all the time. Um, Ooh, that's fair. Yeah, yeah and this is completely yeah, an I mean, online game. Like, I already own it on PlayStation. I'm not going to rebuy it. 
Um, yeah, a lot of the appeal of handheld is kind of thrown out f- with this game, unfortunately, when you like really think about it. Like in some of my Nintendo groups I mean, that I'm in, they're like, oh, yeah, we really want Smash and st- or uh, Smash Fall-, uh, Fall Guys. And I'm like, I don't know how to play on Switch. Like, I guess people play Smash on Switch and it's OK. People play Among Us on Switch. Yeah, That's and true, Fortnite yeah. and a lot of those online games. Yeah, honestly, it coming here is for people that don't have a PlayStation, don't have a PC. If my sister gets into Fall Guys on the Switch, mm. and I'll probably pick it up to play with her. But there's nothing pulling me to that unless they do enhance it with things like cross-progression or cross-play. Check out their Twitter account yeah, right now sure. to see if they've posted anything. Okay, well, you do that. Yeah. We'll talk about the next game that was announced. Or I don't know if this was announced or we knew about this before. Um, I don't think Wilds. we knew about it. No. Did we? No, we did no. not know. No. We did not know about this one. Outer Wilds, uh, the, like, loop? I don't know. There's, the, there's a, a gameplay loop. It, it's uh, kind of roguelike is kind yeah. of a good way to do it. The world, or the universe dies every 22 minutes. Yeah. It's and a, you're constantly it's, trying to figure out more about the universe. Yeah, it's supposed to be a really, really cool game that kind of is very intriguing to continue. And you know with that roguelike element uh, kind of continues to pull you back and like you want to just keep exploring a little bit more a little bit more i really yep. am going to be curious to see how this runs on switch because it's not it doesn't look super demanding but the switch kind of has moments where it just doesn't run stuff very well um uh, plus also this game being available on game pass is kind of a i mean the game it's available go ahead i was just going to say the game looks very kind of stylistic uh, yeah, I, and I want to mention I had no conception of what this game looked like. I knew that it was one of the most popular games from 2019, I believe. Um, yes. Yeah, but I didn't. I had no clue that it looked this way. And so, like, I mean, I don't think that the Switch would theoretically have any trouble running this game at all. I was unless, more just worried about the scale of it because it's yeah. a pretty big war or like universe that you're exploring. But right. you know, we'll have to wait and see. Mm-hmm. We will. We'll have to wait until at least summer 21 to see how this performs on the Switch. Uh, the next pair of titles announced were real deep cuts uh, from Nintendo's catalog. Uh, yeah. Two of the games in the Famicom Detective Club series, The Missing Heir and The Girl Who Stands Behind, are both being localized in English for the first time and released on Nintendo Switch. We did previously know that these remakes were coming. Mm. Uh, as it had been announced for Japan, but they had not yet been announced for Western localization. Uh, so both of those will launch May 14th, 2021 for an MSRP. And I had it here. Where the heck did it go? Each game will retail in Canada, mind you. So convert to your local currency at forty six ninety nine each. Oh, I was interested until you said mm. that. Sorry. Oh, it, it's a lot of money and that's disappointing. I can't hide my disappointment there. That being said, I am still going to check this out. So, you know, interesting fun fact, these games back in the day were directed slash produced by Gunpei Yokoi, better known as the guy behind the Game Boy and many of Nintendo's early successes. And it was also interesting footnote written by Yoshio Sakamoto, who obviously is known for things like WarioWare, Wario Land, and many of the great 2D Metroids, but also a lot of the writing in Metroid Other M. And like, Earlier, uh, I, hold on, I just want to say, you know, earlier, yeah, no, go ahead. Um, 
on PressYZ a while ago, I talked about how there's a really great video that popped up that had gone over the kind of translation of the Metroid uh, Prime, sorry, the Metroid Other M that we got here in the West and detailing ways in which it wasn't sort of totally given its fair due. Um, and so like I, I, all that to say, like, I'm really kind of curious to see what Yoshida Sakamoto's writing work, if that is at all still kind of intact in this version of the game looks like when I get my hands on it. Uh, and beyond that, I think it's just, it's super weird and novel that back in the day, Nintendo made two visual novels set in contemporary Japan on the NES. Like this is not like a, a third party that made this uh, at Nintendo's behest. This was made by like Nintendo's internal EAD development group yeah. circa 1988. So just on that alone, this is an intriguing game. Well, and they were both released for the disc system as well, right? They weren't, like they weren't NES cartridge, which was, an interesting thing because that was that was very much a japanese only accessory or addition to the famicom line so it's interesting to see that these games are finally getting a western release because they've been ported through the years like there was a port to the gba uh in japan there was also ports to the virtual console for both the wii and the wii u but again only in japan so it'll be interesting to see how western audiences um you know take take in these experiences uh the other interesting thing about gunpei yokoi is yes he was behind successes but he was also heavily involved in the i know development the virtual boy. of the virtual boy and the wonder swan after leaving nintendo what? but so yeah. but I you mean, win people, some you lose some the wonder well, i mean the wonder great, swan though. is well liked yeah wait uh, also Mitch, i feel okay. like you're like I, I don't know i feel like the saying you win some you lose some this guy's legacy is like pretty rock solid at nintendo he made the virtual boy which was you know kind of a stain mark but like saying you win some you lose some feels a little bit underappreciative of what this guy did for the company no no i know he did amazing things i'm just saying virtual boy i would love a virtual boy you, you skipped over it i wanted to make sure we brought it up <laughs> sorry uh but yeah both of those titles have come may 14th to the west man they should um, uh the next do a new wonder swan wonder swan too well, you know what they should uh, do. Hold on a second. Of? Hold on quickly before we move on. How much do both of them cost together? Uh, there's no Package. bundle, so they're forty-seven dollars each. Mm-hmm. I think so, if they bundle they them different for, versions, like Pokemon, can you like? No one, they... one, one is the first game that was released in the series, and then the other one is a prequel to the, the yeah. original title. They're completely different. Based games. on my research, yeah, they're different mm-hmm. stories. In case I have my eyes on them, we'll see. Interesting to see what you think after you get your hands on those, cozy. Um, speaking of games that we deserve another game in the series, um, I wanted this to be Pokemon Conquest 2 so goddamn bad. Mm. The next game we got, and it, we, you saw, no, uh, was it no, Nobunaga? Oda Nobunaga. Oda Nobunaga. Yeah, Nobunaga. Thank you. Um, we're getting Samurai Warriors 5, guys. Summer 2021. Yay. Yay. Another Musou for the Switch. They make too many of these games. Yeah. And they're also like long as hell. Like Age yeah. of Calamity took me about like thirty hours to finish. Persona Strikers I've heard is like forty hours, yeah, forty to for fifty that. hours. So it's like these games are super long and the loop just doesn't really change all that much. So no, you know, you know. They're, these gotta be like really cheap to make if they just keep pumping them out the way that they do. I, it's just because they use the same enemies over and over and over again. Like it's like thousands mm-hmm. of the same enemy. Um, yeah, and they're more or less just reskinning the same engine, right? 
Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. They updated like the it, Dynasty Warriors 8 was the first one where they went open world. Um Samurai Warriors 5 looks great, but I just worry how it'll run on the Switch. Yeah. I worry I mean, about that with most things on the Switch nowadays. Here's the thing. I have no interest in <laughs> getting this game. In the works. So like I'm not gonna argue to you why we all need to be jazzed for this game, but like I feel like especially after the release of the original Hyrule Warriors, these like Musou style games have kind of become in vogue in a way that I feel like they never really were before. So that's fair. Yeah. Like, I think we're, I think we ought not to be ultra dismissive of this. This game has way more of an audience, especially now compared to in the past. So they sell well. Yeah. No, I'm not. I know that I was going to say these games sell gangbusters. So again, there's, there's stuff in this list for everybody. So it makes sense. It was kind of there. Jack if they're gonna bring, if they're gonna bring back any sort of like Muso like game like this, they need to bring back Ninety Nine Nights. That game is a classic. Okay, well, a no? game that okay. is a well, classic that we're getting released on the Switch is Legend of Mana. Ooh. Um, so we're getting a sort of remaster, but sticking with the same kind of style as the original Legend of Mana title. There's new quality of life mechanics they're adding, like being able to disable random encounters and some other things like that. And this will be coming June 24th, 2021. Anyone jazzed for Legend of Mana? Yeah, I'd like to get my hands on that uh, and give it a shot. I like Secret of Mana back in the day, and I think I skipped this on the PlayStation when it came out. Um, If it was localized. I I bought, there was the collection of Mana. Yep. Um, And there was a a remake of um one of the mana games yeah well. something like that that yeah i bought the the collection of mana which was just basically the old games just put on to the switch um and yeah i i couldn't get into it for some reason it just wasn't for me it's more of an action so, rpg this... than a traditional rpg um, yeah and this one looks interesting yeah. where you like plot your the map down after you find pieces which is interesting um yeah you like enhance the overworld with stuff you find or unlock i don't i don't know some of the the footage there of um of the the guy running around the town reminds me of like an old like like windows 98 uh point and click adventure sort of thing but you're obviously actively controlling it it just that's kind of what it looked like to me i I thought you were gonna go like maple story no i I didn't get into maple story too much i had a friend who did mm. but i think this right, could well, be speaking good. of games oh, okay sorry no, go ahead. i was gonna say speaking of games that start with the letter m because i have no better transition monster hunter rise coming march 26th with a deluxe bundled console and controller my kids went ooh, anyone at in the switch so are, yeah, is nathan is nathan pretty. having to buy a second switch now no i had to be a third switch no uh because digital <laughs> games only allowed me to do two on a switch oh fair um but no, uh, I don't know. My kid said he was wanting to try Monster Hunter, and I told him that I'll just download Monster Hunter World from my PlayStation 5 as part of the PS Plus game. So I kind of want to give that a shot because it's in the PS Plus collection. Yeah. If we can find people to play it with, I'd give it a shot because I've never... I've yeah. played... I think I played the PSP one on the Vita because mm-hmm. it went on sale for dirt cheap and everyone loved those PSP games, but... They're obtuse. Really, I, I didn't jive with it. Yeah, no, Maybe I've heard World a lot of good things one. about World. Um, this is yeah. more the traditional Monster Hunter, I believe. Uh, with the more of two systems and such, I believe. I could be wrong. Looked like mm-hmm. it. 
either way, I think we can, you know, skim, skim past this uh, announcement for the real blockbuster that we got in the entirety of this presentation. Game of show. Mario Golf Super Rush. Who's playing Mario Golf with me and Nathan, guys? Yeah. This is going to be great. Let's do it. I'm super excited. I Wall might Lu- have to get it. Waluigi confirmed. Yes. I might well, have to I'm get in. Actual, actually real for this time. Not a meme. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> also, they All said there say. were going to be a variety of modes, including one that they called Speed Golf. Where you which surround on the basically people. just looked like golf with your friends, but in Mario Party and that sounds yeah, awesome. or Mario Mario Golf, and I'm 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 here for it. Yeah, not gonna lie, that's the single player aspect that they showed during the trailer actually is very intriguing. Like Did, you know, if it's actually I don't more like fleshed that it's out, me's, yeah. No, oh, I, I think the me's are fine because then it's like you you can you can you can kind of associate the me with yourself and it's like you're running around with the yeah, Mario characters sort of and doing your this career thing. mode. Yeah. I suppose. Right? Um, did anybody play the Mario tennis on the game boy? That was basically like a single player. Uh, the one from pretty Canada? well, like art. Yeah. No. It was basically like an, like a RPG story. Um, but like you, you played tennis matches against people and you sure worked your way up to the the academy or whatever it it was a really good um it, sports mario game on the game boy of all of all places um so if they if they can do something with the single player that is similar to that and makes me feel some kind of way i you know i i could be in but you know I expected, golf never golf has never really excited me. Yeah, so. I expected to be more along the lines of using the rudimentary five to six hour story mode to just introduce you to all the various mechanics in the game, the different modes. Um, mm-hmm. I don't expect it to be to the level of those Camelot. I'm curious how Mario this is golf and Mario tennis games. I'm curious how this is going to compare to uh, everybody's golf um, in terms of the character creation with the Mies and such, because I think there will be comparisons there. Yeah, there's absolutely like it's it that came out what 2018? Everybody's golf. Uh, might that's be 2017. Everybody's golf. Because if that's the case, then it's like, oh, like you could argue that Nintendo saw that and was just like, hey, we've done that and we we can maybe do that better. And that could be the challenge that VR was 2019. Yeah, that could. Right. That could be like what challenged them to, to go ahead with this. Who knows? Okay. So, uh, so the official Nintendo page for Mario Golf Super Rush does say both uh, four player local and online multiplayer, which is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, it does say that it features an RPG like golf adventure and story mode. Cool. And it is being developed by Camelot. Oh. So, Ooh. maybe your wish might hey. be granted. We'll see. Think about it. It's a good developer. Uh, we'll see when this game launches. Uh, June. June 25th, 2021. You can pre-order Let me it get now. into a bit of like a... Yeah, you can, but should you? No, I would, you shouldn't. I would wait. No, you don't pre-order Never games. pre-order games. If there has to be something really Unless cool to Halo. pre-order for it. Yeah, it's got to be Halo. You mean like Ratchet & Clank where I got like some bonuses or whatever, right? You pre-ordered Ratchet & Clank? Oh, heck yeah. I want that day one. I don't need to wait for reviews to know I'm going to love that game. Oh, yeah. Um, then we got into a bit of a montage, the first montage of the show. Uh, Tales from the Borderlands, launching March Woo! 24th. Uh, my favorite Woo! Telltale best game. Ta- yeah. Yep. Yep. Best one. It's the best Telltale Hands game. Down. No questions. 
Yeah, it's it's cool. It's going to be re-released kind of on everything because it was taken down after Telltale uh, collapsed mm-hmm. in on itself, and it so it's nice to yeah. see. Who's publishing yeah, it's it? nice to. S- um, Telltale. It's Skybound, Probably. isn't it? Is it back to Telltale? Because uh, there's a new they Telltale like reopened, shell. Didn't they? It's a shell company. They bought the name and they're re-releasing some of the old ones. Uh, but like Sam and Max mm. was done by a different mm. studio that wasn't Telltale. So they only have licenses for some of the games. Yeah. Because um, especially with Borderlands, it's weird because like 2K owns the IP for it. Do so they? Like, or does well, Gearbox? They do. Gearbox no, they, they do. No, 2K, 2K? owns it. Oh, yeah. Wow. Specifically when Border or not Borderlands, when Gearbox was purchased by um uh Aspire. Some they merged Who, with uh no well Aspire. The company Aspire. that owns Gearbox yeah. both. Yeah, 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 essentially. I can't remember yeah. when they were company. when they were purchased when they purchased Gearbox for one point one billion dollars, they didn't get Gearbox's only IP that is worth anything, which is insane. Yeah. Yeah. So but either, oh, way, yeah, either way, that's, coming, that's coming in March. Um, the only, technically, the only full game, I think, to drop day and date with this Direct is Capcom Arcade Stadium, which is Capcom doing their own virtual console on the Switch. Uh, you get yeah, 1984 for free, and you have to pay for any other games that are in here, old Capcom arcade titles. Oh, Launches today, and everything else is paid. I haven't downloaded it yet, so I don't know what the other games are going to cost. But I can do that now, and I can let you know before the end of the show. Woo. Like, I think it's a good idea. Cool. Like, Nintendo's not doing the virtual console. Some of those Capcom games are... Like, I like the fact that you don't have to buy a big package. If you just want to buy, like, the one or two games you want, you can get them. Piecemeal. Oh, here, I can see the DLC in the store without having to download the game. Yeah. yeah. Um, That's probably the best way that they could have done this. Oh, it looks like they're actually doing it in packs. So you can get all of the... All, there are three different DLC packs... Which will retail to get each is nineteen ninety nine. So you cannot buy the games piecemeal. It's nineteen ninety nine per pack. Okay. Or fifty five dollars for all three. And it looks like it's divided up by year. So the first one features uh Oh, they show individual listings here, but you can't buy them individually. That's so dumb. Um so the first pack doo, 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 I probably should have researched this beforehand instead of just clicking through and the stuff, but it's fine. No. Um, Volgus, Pirate Ship, Higamaru, 1942, yeah. Commando, Section Z, Tatakai no Banka, Legendary Wings, Bionic Commando, Forgotten Worlds, and Ghouls and Ghosts. How'd I do, Cozy? Not bad. I was concerned that you were going to lead into a string of very Japanese-sounding games, but it was just a one. Thankfully, that was where it stopped. Yeah. Um, also, uh, to to start this part off, you you I think you said 1984. Did you mean 1943? Yes. I said 1942, didn't I? No, you said 1984. Oh, the George well, or- Orwell book. I was close. Uh, yeah, yeah. So it's basically games from 84 to 88, then games from 89 to 92, and then 92 to 2001. Um, let me just see if there's some other high. The fact that they've divided these up into packs kind of sucks. Because there are some that I would just want to buy piecemeal, like uh, Strider or Final Fight or Street Fighter 2 or Captain Commando. They really should have Um, done an American pack. I get why they did it by year, but like there's some games which are just going to appeal to Americans because that's all we got here. 92 to 01. Yeah, like there's not there's not a ton here that I would want to I would not pay $20 for any of these packs. Yeah, personally. So I don't know why I just downloaded a free version of 1942 three but it is what that's it is. actually a good game okay 
Okay, maybe I'll give it a shot then. Who knows? Turn off the switch. Okay, moving on. Uh, Stubbs the zombie and Rebel Without a Pulse. What Stubbs the zombie? Releases on March 16th. Crazy. This was an X. This was an original Xbox exclusive. It was a very niche. Like. It was a very niche game, even when it came out. And for some reason, it's if I'm not mistaken, the remake or the remake, the remaster of it is done by the same people who did the Jedi Knight games um for the switch uh aspire media who has recently been purchased by thq nordic um they were who i was mistaken uh with but yeah it's a weird why what does and is this it's it's on alex studio it's on alex that you're hesitating to express your excitement over this game because and i i wanted to check this in wikipedia because i remember this but i wasn't sure if i was getting the details right the studio behind Stubbs the Zombie back in the day, Wide Load Games, was founded by Alexander Seropian, the co-founder of Bungie, and the head behind such games as Halo Combat Evolved. I honestly did not know that, but you know what? I'm in. Uh, yeah, that's all yep. you gotta say. You gotta say Bungie or Halo, and I'm in. <laughs> uh, Wide Load Games was also shut down by Disney in 2014, so. You ask why, and I just say, like, for a game like this, like, why not? Like, there was... If if, if you have a, a dormant IP that, that wasn't necessarily a, a bad game, but, you know, it, it, you know, it didn't, it didn't go anywhere or anything like that, why not bring uh, something like that back? Just even for nostalgia's sake, because Stubbs the Zombie, I never played it personally. I, I, mm-hmm. I may have played something on like an original xbox demo disc or something for uh like the uh oxm back in the day but um i i am slightly nostalgic for stubs to an extent just because of the idea of it like i remember there was like a mission or something where stubs the zombie has to like pee in the town's water supply or something like that it it, it it's it's really weird and really interesting and i think i think it deserves to exist at the very least uh, to at least get another i shot. think it's like From destroy all humans getting yeah exactly i was gonna say yeah. it has very destroy all yeah human it's vibes that it. yeah it's that like b tier yeah that yeah. era of like yeah. mid-tier games yeah gotta um, hope now if they're bringing back all these original xbox games when are we getting blinks the time sweeper man they need to bring it back please so i just I'm, mm-hmm. I've been doing some more research into wide load games. They only ever released two titles, Stubbs the Zombie and yeah. Hail to the Chimp, before being acquired by Disney, working exclusively on mobile titles. Uh, right. Alex Seropian Sir- left in, in 2012 before the company was shuttered in 2014 when Disney shut down all their gaming division. Seropian then went on to form Industrial Toys, which has only worked on two mobile titles in the Midnight Star series and was acquired by EA in 2018. So he Wild. went from Bungie to Disney to EA. Alex, do you think you can oh, wow. use your Halo connections to get Seropian on the podcast? Oh, my Halo connections? Yeah. Um, you know, I'll, I'll reach out, but, you know, it might take a little while. Sure. I'll try my Just, best. you know, float around an email. If you can get him on for next week, you know, that's preferable. But we can hold off on a little bit. I'll see what I can right, do. Well, well, speaking about games with connections, No More Heroes 3 has an official release date of August 27th. Is Woo! anyone here as excited for No More Heroes 3 as I am? I haven't played I'm the first two. To it. 
They're really good. Are they available on Switch? They're both available on the Switch, and I kind of want to play them both before uh, before this one comes out, because I don't think I ever finished two. I own so, them both, but I only ever finished one, I think. I only ever... So they're I, a lot of fun. I'm unique in that I only ever played two and not one. And I, I know that there are some people that contend that one was perhaps the more... How to say, like, everything that the original creator of No More Heroes is trying to put into uh, what No More Heroes is was done more uh, with more focus in the first game than in, with the second game. But I still thoroughly enjoyed two, and I'm looking forward to this. Yeah, I mean, the the whole aliens versus superheroes thing, it's just like, it's so weird, but it's going to work in some strange way. Does anyone have No More Heroes 3 in our Fantasy League? No. Hmm. I don't, I don't know. That's the other thing. This Direct was so, very good for our Fantasy Leagues. Mm, yeah. Not for mine. Well, yeah. well I meant <laughs> just in general of things getting announced that were speculated, but didn't have actual yeah. dates. Oh. And, yeah, yeah, we I know, mean, Nathan. You didn't get Axiom Verge 2. I get it. No, well, I, my bigger one is that uh, there's no way um, uh, we're getting Breath of the Wild 2, so I got to drop that. Um, oh, yeah. There's no way that If they're dating so. Splatoon 3 for next year and they're willing to date that, but they're not willing to show us <laughs> Breath of the Wild 2 until later this year, it's not coming out till like 2023. Again, though, I think that game is closer than we think. I think if I it was think closer, they'd show us more. Zelda, but the thing is, a Meteor Zelda Direct saying, oh, here's the game. Oh, and it launches in November? It's crazy. Nah. But we've seen crazier in terms of, you know, full reveal to game release. But not from Nintendo. They have to do something substantial for the 35th anniversary of The Legend of Zelda, right? No, they've, they've done terrible hey, Skyward Sword is substantial. Here's can I, the can deal, I ask though. A question. Hey, how about more Mario? Is 35 can, can years I, a big deal? Well, so no. hold Nintendo. on a second. Uh, jumping off of that point, at what point do you be like, hey, it's the 65th anniversary. We're not going to do anything. We'll wait until mm-hmm. the 75th or the 100th. Like, at what point do you reach a anniversary date that's like, hey, we're really happy for the support, but we're not going to go ham another five years later. Every five years, that's I have to hear time. about anniversaries of games. And I'm like, we heard about Mario 30th. I'm like, Mario 30th, that's a big thing. But then five years later, we're talking about the 35th anniversary. I'm like, same thing with Pokemon right now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's 25. You, so I would I would argue you, 10 is significant. And then every 25 until you get to 100. And then at that point, every 100. So I think 25, 50, 75 are big deals. Mm-hmm. And I think 10 is a big deal. But that's about it. Yeah. Do you remember the year of Luigi? 2013. Ooh, we got yeah, Luigi. We did get Guigi that year. The year uh, of Luigi was that Dark year? Moon. No, right? we got that late. No, we got Guigi way later. Oh wait, no, he yeah, came out in Luigi's Mansion. No, no, he that's Dark, right. He, yeah, no, he Luigi's was in Dark. Mansion. He was in Dark Moon. Was he? Luigi? Yeah, Guigi was definitely in Gooey. Dark Moon because there was there was, was co op in that game. There was definitely Gooey. multiplayer. I thought that was that a game. big deal with Luigi's Mansion. 3. No, I don't. There was there was co op there was, was co op there? there was co op Mitch you are correct but I don't believe that Guigi was unveiled until the third okay. one and the reason I remember that is because I remember the there was an embargo on Guigi's name and that was like such a big news story and then they were like okay. it's Guigi so, and I was like all right I guess embargo I'm looking at anything. the I'm looking at the I'm looking at the wiki yeah I'm on here too and yeah uh, Luigi's Mansion Nintendo 3ds. Uh, in Luigi's Mansion, Guigi serves as the second player in the game's new multiplayer mode. So that on 3DS, was 3DS, the remake of the original. On the 3DS, which uh, was it the remake so. or was it the sequel? No, the remake so those of were the both original. On the 3DS. 
And when did that? Was that Year of Luigi or was Luigi's Mansion 2 Year of Luigi? Year of Luigi was 2013. So Luigi's yeah, so Mansion. That was Luigi's Mansion 2018 two. was the 3DS version. And then he was in the 2019 okay. Luigi's Mansion 3. Okay. He's also voiced yeah. by Charles Martinet. Yep. They, aren't they all? Are they? I don't know. I just assumed it was Mario. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they are. That was the funny thing them. about Guigi is that it's part of his canonical lore that he's a time traveler because he went back in time to the events of the first Luigi's Mansion. Hmm. I don't know what's going on. It's what true, Mitch. My life. Yeah, you should know more about this. It's true. Should I? Yes, that's where we're going. Or should I know week? more about Neon White? A card battling speed run action mirrors edge like game thing I didn't from Annapurna? Know, I didn't understand this. I was so confused. It looked cool. There's definitely like a card system to it, something like Kingdom Hearts Rechain of Memories, but Yeah, that's right. I, I don't know. I wasn't it's trying to make that reference myself, but you kinda had to bring it I'm up. I'm allowed to make it. Alex isn't here right now. Uh, Annapurna doesn't generally miss, so I'm sure this is pretty good, but yeah. I, I do agree that I want a little bit I more. I tried to catch the name of the developer, but I missed it. It was machine something. I saw yeah, Annapurna. I was like, okay, Annapurna is involved. Maybe it'll be cool. They they do very few poor games, so if it's well, they're publishing, it, right? Yeah. Yeah. But they oh, like it's from the guy behind I, Donut I, County. I don't know how you ben play Esposito, this game. Yeah, oh, but I there's also like some visual novel Switch and PC. Segments. Yeah. Huh. Cool. All yeah, right. I, well, the pedigree sounds interesting. Good. Yep. Yeah, I mean, we're getting that uh, winter 2021, so we'll have to wait a bit to see what that ends up being. And now for your product placement of the show. Uh, DC Superhero Girls Teen Power launches June 4th on the Nintendo Switch. Oh, really? And this my is God, the product... did someone pay for this to be in the middle of this direct? This is the product placement game? I, I would say that much more about another game we're going to talk about very briefly. So I will say will, my but... son was super excited about this. My six-year-old, or soon-to-be six-year-old. He's like, I want to play this, Dad. So it, okay. to, me, to me, it felt along the levels of the Bakugan reveal of... Oh, he, this is going to hit for an audience. He likes Bakugan, but that audience too. is not the people that have been waiting. A that year audience ain't for. us, Chief. I was going to say that's not us. We're not that audience. Yeah. Could it be good? It may, maybe it's better than Avengers. Well, it's it, not very hard. It's not a high just bar listening to. Cross. Okay, I was just, <clears throat> just listening to the voice acting and stuff. It just, you know, it didn't. <laughs> it's it sounded yeah. It's definitely not. Something I would be this interested in. This is not aimed in. for okay. us it, in any fashion. No, not yeah, like not even the. A little and I bit. love DC it's... characters. Like DC is my jam. I'm not into this. Um. So yeah, um, Mitch, you look wonder, like you're ready to fight. I, I wonder, no, I'm not ready to fight. I'm ready to explode because someone mentioned Avengers, and I need to get it out. Well, you have to wait. I, I, I do want to say, but go ahead. Wait, go ahead. We're talking go about me get it out. The Avengers came out. Cozy, we're, we're, we're talking about it explodes out of me. We're, we're talking about who this game is for. I'd have to imagine that this is probably what it's who it's directed at is not the actual audience that will play this game, but the parents of the people who will play this game. Like, yeah. I'm sure there are a lot of people who are like, oh, man, I'm a fan of DC and I want to get my kids into DC. Oh, here we go. Perfect gateway drug. I think it's like you can yeah. market it to somebody. Um, I don't think that'll be an issue. And yeah, like I said, my son seemed interested in this game. And I think he we watched the direct app five together with all three of my boys, um, and that this was the one that spoke to him. So I guess they did the right thing. 
by putting it in. Okay, okay, Mitch, cream your pants. Go for it. The Hawkeye DLC got fully detailed, and it's going to be future and perfect. And we're getting Maestro, and it's going to be super cool. We're even getting Holdland Hawkeye, which is going to be really cool, and it's dropping day and date with the PS5 and the Xbox Series X versions in March. And I'm so excited! And it better not be a broken trash fire when it launches. Alex. Oh well, no. You just let me ask you a question. Uh huh. Who is Maestro? Uh, I, I'm pretty good about. Did you not watch the Marvel. War Table? No, Mitch, don't, not. don't, don't give him any they hints. I, I want, Alex, I want you to explain who Ma- the Marvel supervillain Maestro is. Maestro is a talking rat who <laughs> controls people's minds by going inside of them. It's kind of like Ratatouille, but you know. He like crawls in the back of his of head. Being a sh- yeah, exactly. He like gnaws a hole in the back of their head, and he like it's the motherfucking takes- Hulk. Oh, it's why the don't they just call gone him the Hulk insane then? in the future? And he's killed everybody, and he takes on the identity of Maestro instead of calling himself the Hulk. He's basically become a benevolent overlord of the entire. Okay, so okay, world. I did see, I did see that. I just thought it was the Hulk, and he looked old. <sighs> they said it was Maestro, <laughs> old man Hulk. I mean, I, 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 you know, I downloaded Avengers and I played one mission of it, and I'm like, yeah, I, for, I remember why I why I put this down. I was going to ask an Avengers related question, actually. Go um, for it. So maybe this is the time. I noticed that it's, it it's really is. on sale on the PSN, but then I noticed that I can get Anthem for thirteen dollars. Is <laughs> Anthem worth getting over Avengers? <laughs> I'm more likely to play I, this game with Anthem. See, so if you want friends to play with, the answer is Avengers, not Anthem. Also, Avengers at least is going to live a little bit longer than Anthem. Just a little. Avengers also, has I think a single have, player worth playing. I think if you have Game Pass, Anthem is in, now included in there with the EA Pass. But not for PC. Is that on the it's only on PC Xbox. It's only on Xbox. Yeah. It might only be Xbox. Yeah. So get an Xbox, Nathan. Oh, well, that seems the, well like, the EA... It's got EA, a good controller whatever. with good control sticks. I have a great controller. The EA Access really or whatever is going to be coming to PC Game Pass relatively soon. There's no annou- There's no release date. It was but... supposed to be December, and then they pushed it. Yeah, so it's at some point. But you have to have Game Pass Ultimate to get it, right? Because I just have regular Game Pass. You do. And I'm not buying Ultimate. Yeah. Yeah, that's Ultimate... I think ultimate is is really just th- what includes the online. Mm-hmm. No, but it, it as just, a PC player, you don't need it. Yeah, it really doesn't. Yeah, right? Like, it really doesn't make a difference. The only game, at least that I've seen on Game Pass, that actually benefits from having ultimate is Gears Five because you get like the ultimate edition of Gears Five, whatever that includes. Also, we need to finish Gears Five. Yes, let's, you know, pick it. Well, not this weekend, but pick a day and so I will So you pick be... a day and let me know when That's you're free true. and we'll finish it. That, okay. Also, I have a question. Now that I've finished... Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. Completely off topic. I'm questioning whether my 40 bucks a month is worth it for Game Pass. Probably not. I don't play it a whole... You're not enough. using it. No. Yeah. Wait till, I'm wait till something not gets... using it either, but... Yeah, wait till something gets announced on it that you actually want to play. Mm-hmm. And then resubscribe. Like, it's not like you're yeah. getting any benefit from keeping your subscription. No, exactly. You should play the Yakuza games. Those are. I've good. heard good things about those. I think most of them through PS I mean, Plus. Or, at this or, point. Uh, they're I think, on Game I think Pass. only Yakuza, Kiwami, or Yakuza Zero. One of those two is. Which PS is, Plus. if I'm not mistaken, that's the one. At least from Rob, a uh, friend of the show. Uh, he's that's Hello, the one Rob. that as a resident Yakuza fan he has said that play Yakuza 0 first so you mean the guy that PS- screamed in my ear when they all got announced as coming to Game Pass that Rob 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Resident Crazy Man. Okay. Let's get back to okay, the list. So now that I've cream, I was gonna say now that I've creamed myself over Avengers, uh, Plants vs Zombies Battle for Neighborville Complete Edition is coming to Switch March 19th. Oh, you needed to dry yourself. So, up. what's Battle for exactly. Neighborville? Is it Garden Warfare or is it something? Different? It is the third. It is the third game in the Garden Warfare franchise. Okay. I was like complete edition. I don't remember this a, ton. I don't remember this coming it out. It launched with a ton of microtransactions. It was it wasn't quite free to play, but it had free to play mechanics in it. Mm. And that's the, seeing the trailer saying, "Hey, everything can be unlocked in game." Is like, yeah, they know why it didn't sell all that well when it first launched. So if you're all interested in that, it's it's a fun. Like I enjoyed the first one. I think I played a lot of. My son. And if we it. had people to play it with, I'd probably pick this up too. But I just probably wish, not on the Switch because of online. Let's just get a tower defense. Plants or zombies again? That's not yeah, yes, please. please. Is okay, that on its way? By the way, have... Plants vs huh? Zombies Three was announced. Is it on its way, or is it kind of in? If it is, purgatory? it's free to play. Probably. Hopefully. Oh. Uh, no, 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 no. Cut out for everyone, or just me? You cut out for yeah, everyone. Everybody. Everyone. Sorry. Okay. Nathan, yeah, you're Nathan. You, we can't hear you. Uh oh. I can't oh, hear boy. you at all. Check your waveforms in the uh, audio file. See if they're still there. Check your inputs. Better take a note of this. Yeah. You make your note. um, And while you make a note of that, I'm going to say that I would not have put money on Metopia getting ported to the Switch and coming up May 21st. Why? Why Metopia? I'm unfamiliar. What was this? So it here's the thing. Like I'm not actually certain what this. Yes, yes we can. Yes. Wait, your camera. My RTX frozen. shut off. No, it's not. Oh, there we go. Okay. When RTX I first, tends okay. to do that. Uh, yeah. Got it. Uh, when I, when I first saw this game, I'm like, I feel like there were so many me games where you go on an adventure to save your friend. I don't remember which one this was because. Back in the day, I used to love and like obviously very, very simple games, not saying love with a capital L, but I did love Find Me and Find Me 2 on the 3DS. Those were a good time. Um, yeah, so this this was not part of like the Street Pass games. This was a full retail 3DS title. Got it's it. an RPG oh, with also, it also has relationship building mechanics. So like you saw in the trailer, right. if you put certain characters together, they'll do like they'll increase their friendship level or whatever. Yeah, it'll, increase it'll their friendship them, level. So. Oh yeah, she was definitely boning that horse in that trailer. As you do, that's what the things you do <laughs> in you these do. type of Nintendo games. Uh, but I mean, characters also had classes. So I think, I, I think it might have been Greg Miller was talking about this a bunch when it came out. Of uh, you have different classes like warriors and mages, but you also have weird ones like chef. And things like that, and they have different abilities that you bring in a battle, and it's it's really interesting, especially if you have a good collection of me's. Does this look like it's worth sixty five dollars? This is this is sixty five dollars. Yes, this is sixty five Canadian dollars. Dude, holy shit! I know we're gonna get into pricing stuff later, but yeah. holy shit! Oh, we are. Don't worry. Yeah, like I said at the uh, top, yes. I I genuinely loved some of these me games back in the day. Again, not with a capital L, but with an L, all the same. But part of the appeal of them was the fact that I could just you know download them and jump into them instantly off of my 3ds's browser, and I don't know that I would pay sixty five dollars for this. It reviewed quite well when it originally launched. I don't know if that's going to hold up four years later sure. on a new console, but we'll have to wait and see in May uh, how Metopia 
on the on the 3ds should... i just googled it it was 40 dollars. they yeah. should bring back mitomo on the phones that switch tax, uh, baby. they won't um let's get into the next thing which is a collaboration that's been hinted at for a while and is now confirmed super mario is coming to animal crossing in the form of new items and things and warp pipes and flags and stuff uh, the update and drops Nathan's February. Addiction is continued. The update drops February twenty fifth, and the items will be available in game starting March first. So I have concerns because is it about the amount of time you're about to put into Animal Crossing? Well, okay. So in this, they show number one. I think the pipe is super cool for warping around the island, um, and I think the Mario stuff's it, really cool. It was pretty slow. It was pretty slow. I'm, not, I'm just gonna say that. Well, we'll see how it runs. Um, but they have not fixed. Yeah. The quality of life stuff that needs to be fixed in this game thus far. Yeah. Um, and one of those quality of life things is going to be that you have to buy this via, buy these items via the mail order catalog in the Nook, yes. uh, like in the Nook kiosk. And you can only order five things at a, a per day. And if you look at the list of things that they're going to have available, it's a giant chunk of things that you can buy. Oh, geez. Do we know yeah. if this is a timed event or not? I assume it's timed probably for a month for March would be my guess. They got nothing else coming in March because it's the one year anniversary of Animal Crossing. No, let me say they don't have anything else. But um, the one year anniversary of Animal Crossing hits in March 17th, I believe. Um, and then the Cherry oh, Blossom Festival is right to after that. Yeah. To circle back on something, Nathan, that you're going to hate. Uh, you know that DC Supergirl game that your kid was interested in? Oh, it's what's the price on it? $79.99. Well, fuck that. You ain't getting that. Yeah, what the <laughs> fuck? People Dude. just publish stuff on Switch because oh, they think they can one. make lots of money. In a lot of cases, they can. That's the worst part. So, but I, I think the Mario that. stuff's super cool. I wish it was more of an event where you could earn stuff like they've done with other things. Like you have Mario in yeah. the town and you maybe, can earn Maybe there the, will be ways to earn... Maybe there will be ways we just don't know. It sounds know. like it's all buyable, so I don't think so. Like, I just finished the um, festival update that they did on the 15th with the bird, and I had bought all the previous stuff, and feathers were dropping down during festival, and I got all the feathers and made rainbow feathers and turned all my stuff into special rainbow colors. So Either way, I'm going to have to let my sister know this update is coming because she still loves Animal Crossing. It gives me something yeah. to play in March. Next title. Yeah, well, uh, something you're definitely not playing in March, unless you're going to play the demo, is the next game from the studio behind Octopath Traveler, currently titled uh, Project Triangle Strategy. It's going to be called Triangle Strategy by the time it comes out. Yeah, It's 100% going to be called Triangle Strategy. (laughs) I love it. I can't believe... That, this was the highlight of the entire Direct in the Discord watching this, just hearing everyone at the same time burst out laughing laughing at the fact that they are called at least the working name as of right working now title. is triangle strategy or project triangle strategy that is yeah you can't you can't make this shit up squares the best really square enix is gonna square enix uh um, it's funny because i played octopath traveler like i i bought it and did not enjoy it so i actually ended up selling it to a friend uh but this being a tactical uh like a strategy game with those same kind of rpg elements it might pull me in. See, super yeah. tag might not, but well, uh, with that I, demo being available today, I'm probably going to check it out. I'm you super mentioned the less interesting. Interesting. Because of the uh, I just want to say, 
you mentioned the price tag, Mitch. I mean, the original Octopath Traveler was a pretty girthy game in terms of content. It was. It. Like, you can't say that but this was... game is like, well, m most likely we, we can say that this game probably will not be lacking in content. Oh, no, no. It's, for me, it's not about the content. It's more so I enjoy these strategy, like these turn-based games, but I don't enjoy them enough that I would sink 100 200 hours into it probably so i don't know for me personally if it's going to be worth it but i know we have a ton of uh strategy game fans uh that listen to the show and i'm hoping that their rocks are hard at the announcement of project triangle strategy demo available today game coming 2022 here's the question why can't i get a final fantasy it looks game like a session? yeah well, this, well i was this just is gonna say it looks final like a fantasy final fantasy tactics, tactics. this is just tactics yeah. too you're fine but I want tactics. That's basically too. what this is. Give me Final Fantasy 16 in this. <laughs> mm, we already know that's not going to happen. Okay, so the next game we got almost had friend of the sh friend of the show and YYZ video co-host Nick Blaine cream himself when we thought this was pod racing, uh, but turns out it is a new free-to-play third-person shooter from Zynga called Star Wars Hunters. I was like, "What is this? Zynga? Zynga? Yeah, yeah. Zynga developed Star Wars Hunters." A free-to-play competitive shooter coming 2021. Does Don Matrix still work at Zynga? Uh, I think so. That too? I think he's still oh, there. Oh, God. I don't want to touch anything related to that monster. So, <laughs> I'm what, kind Zynga of... Or Don Matrix? Don Matrix. This worries me about the Star Wars licensing. And that they're just giving games to everybody now versus the right studios. Yeah. But to be fair, though, EA was making games like free-to-play star wars games as well so this isn't like new even as of recently but you know zynga or zynga is a is still a huge mobile game company and there's no doubt that this is going to be available on mobile and so they're trying to continue yeah. to tap into that market like mm -hmm. i think we're i mean from all the announcements we've seen from lucasfilm so far uh like lucasfilm games i think they are choosing the right studios for when it comes to the big triple a ones yeah, at least as of right now there's no evidence that they're not doing that this one just kind of worried me because i worry about just zynga as a company um, yeah, and, and, but I mean, also uh, Marvel games, we've been praising them for all the decisions they've been making, and they as well give the license to mobile game developers. Yeah, that's to make fair. Just Never mind. Whatever mobile games. Uh, Point so Don Matrick resigned as Zynga CEO in April of 2015 and was re replaced by founder Mark Pincus, who called the departure amicable. So rest assured, uh, Alex, if you do want to play Star Wars Hunter Hunters when this free-to-play game drops, you will not be giving any time of day to one don matrix don matrix canadian i will say yeah i don't care can we take a citizenship away regardless <laughs> man we are weirdly we got right way off topic here I, I do want to say regardless of our thoughts on don matrix and star wars it was disappointing that we did not hear much more of a peep about star wars republic commando which was previously rumored slash leaked. possibly leaked slash possibly confirmed slash not really confirmed for the Switch. This is a good game. It'll, it'll happen. Yeah, it, it'll yeah. happen. I have faith, but it's just too bad that that game um, took, took its place. So this isn't entirely games related, but he is the cover athlete of a sports game. So I'm going to go with it. Uh, MLB The Show 21 cover star uh, Fernando Tatis Jr. has signed a 14-year, $340 million contact extension with the San Diego Padres. 
Tatis Jr., 22, has now signed the third largest contract in baseball history. So, yeah. I'm looking forward to MLB The Show 21. I signed up for that technical test. Did you? No. Okay. Yeah. Who does Batista play for now? <laughs> oh, he's a uh, Drax he's, on Guardians of the Galaxy? He's uh-huh. um, a free agent and has been for like three years. He should just retire. Um, the next game we one. saw was weird because it was introduced as an EA original with a weird Warcraft knockoff orc. Yeah. Um, but it's called Knockout City and looks to be like a rocket dodgeball game. This and it's trailer just like, confused me Is this so Rocket much. Arena 2? The one talked about catching bullets, but I think he meant catching balls. Because the bullets, the ball. And then they turned into balls and they were throwing each other around his balls. It was weird. I'm confused. Once again, my game was... I'm, I'm just chiming in here so I can say balls. balls. Yeah. Uh, if this balls. game was, you play as all these various characters in the art styles that they're presented as in this uh, like talking heads segment, I'd be plus two more interested out of 100 points. Um, but it isn't that. So I'm a big fat zero. Yeah, this is just like I, I kind of question why is this being made like Rocket Arena flopped really, really hard for EA. And yeah. this seems like to be this very much seems in the same vein of that. And I fully expect that this will probably do relatively not well. Is this free like, to play? Maybe, they, they, maybe they won't make the same mistakes because Rocket Arena at some point was like discounted to $10. So maybe yeah, that's maybe, the right price point to launch this at. Well, yeah, or even free to play, or put it on PS Plus see, or something like that. I, like, I think there's something to this game. I I am not confident at all that they're gonna land it with this iteration, whatever they're doing mm-hmm. with it. But well, there it, there is watching the trailer. There is something to like interesting about playing this super dodgeball like thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Um, Oh, interesting. So this is the studio behind Mario Kart Live Home Circuit. Oh. What? Yeah. Yeah. Melon Studios. Because they showed that at the end. I'm like, what is that? I just Googled it. They're the studio that built Mario Mario Kart Live Home Circuit. I can't wait for uh, Knockout City Home Arena. So Just play dodgeball I mean, in your house. People like that experience. I don't know how well it will translate to this, but we don't have to wait long to see as yeah. Knockout City drops May 21st on the Nintendo Switch and probably elsewhere. But we there will be a cost, and I think that's going to kill it. 100%. The next Most game we definitely. saw, I think, is sort of like a pseudo-sequel to Danganronpa? Or it seems um, to be in that same It's a spiritual or? successor. I, I don't know. It's it definitely different than Danganronpa because um, it's a side-scrolling beat-em-up. The looks comparison like. that it's from and it's from NIS. Okay. So yeah, go ahead. Cozy. The comparison that came to mind as I was thinking about it after the fact is that this game is to Danganronpa what the movie Cabin in the Woods is to Evil Dead, if that makes That's any fair. sense. Okay, mm-hmm. so spiritual success. Cabin in the kinda. Woods is linked to Evil Dead. No, 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 like, no, 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 not you know, not spiritual that Evil Dead has a like it's like a commentary on it. If that makes any sense, oh, like just oh, on the genre, like a satire on the the original two Evil Deads are about a cabin in the woods. Okay, I see, I see. Okay, so well, like either way, this is called World World's End Christ. Club. It features a group of kids going to some amusement park, and then the world's gone to shit or something. Uh, it looked weird, and if you're into weird games like that, um, this looks to be one that'll scratch that mystery itch. They Coming said zero March or March. 
They said this was from the Zero Escape Studios as well. Um, and I love Zero Escape. I think it's the best thing on Vita. Um, so I want to try it. I like Weird. Weird well, is good. You'll be able to check out this weird one at the end of May, specifically May 28th, 2021. We'll get our hands on World's End Club. Uh, the next thing I didn't expect to see here was a physical release for Hades, featuring a soundtrack and character so, compendium launching March 19th. So the way everybody seems to talk about like the Hades characters, I guess there's going to be a, a select few people really excited to put this cartridge in their mouths. Uh, there's going to be a select few people whose pages of that character just their mouths mighty sticky by March 20th, the yeah. day after it launches. Just <laughs> they can just put it in other places. Um, but no, it's cool. I mean, for physical game yeah. collectors, cool. Definitely. Yeah. Why not? I'm surprised that this is like like an official release, and this wasn't going to be like a limited run limited type run, situation. Yeah. yeah. So um, you know, cool. I, I didn't know it didn't have I mean, one. I already own Hades. Yeah, I already own Hades, yeah. so can't really justify buying this. But you know um that soundtrack is worth owning physically i i've seen that uh super massive it's super massive right mm-hmm. uh super, massive, super giant right? super, super massive yeah no super super giant, giant. Super, super giant, giant. okay S- right super massive is until dawn uh super yes. giant they um they released the the soundtrack on vinyl along with like bastion and transistor and oh i've never been more tempted to buy a vinyl in my life because the transistor soundtrack by darren korb beautiful or uh the hades soundtrack i mean all of the soundtracks are great they're all phenomenal is there a I really doom like the vinyl one. like a doom 2016 or doom eternal vinyl definitely 2016 you should probably look that up definitely 2016 don't know about eternal you should look that if up. there isn't there probably will be eventually absolutely um, the next one we got was very much out of left field i did not expect this other than the fact that team ninjas collaborated with nintendo in the past um so it kind of made sense to announce here that it's coming but we're getting the ninja gaiden master collection which is a collection of ninja gaiden sigma ninja gaiden sigma 2 and ninja gaiden 3 razor's edge all being ported over to the nintendo switch two of those all games of are great like, oh x two of those games are phenomenal looks... and then the, then there was the third one it looks like um they're adding in like well, because the, the Ninja Gaiden games basically take place in the Dead or Alive universe. Yes, that is right. true. Uh, or vice versa, or the other way around. They're kind of combined. Um, because, yeah, so it looks like, um, like I think, Kasumi and Ayane from like Dead or Alive mm-hmm. are going to be playable in this. Well, I think they were in the so. DLC for one of them, because they also said that all the DLC that came for these three games will be part of this package. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I don't know the the history of the DLC, but my understanding is that yeah, they've been in the Ninja Gaiden franchise, and then were brought into the DOA. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm surprised yeah. that he wasn't the Smash character. Oh, that would have been surprising. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that makes me think he won't be because this would have been the perfect tie-in to time him being the Smash character. I mean, this game will be this game drops June 10th, so maybe there is a Nintendo Direct Mini that comes closer to June because we're still due for. I think what we say we said two more characters by is it by December? Mm -hmm. Right. So yeah. I think a summer drop yeah. for one of them would make sense. I just think like it makes right? so much yeah. sense for him to be in the game because he's an original Nintendo character from like yeah. the original Ninja Gaiden on Nintendo. Not to mention he also kind of fits this fighting game 
characters they've been getting with Terry and Ryu and um, Ken. Yeah. If he well, controlled, I, like, his dead or alive counterpart, that would be interesting. Well, I mean, also, there's the connection between Nintendo, Team Ninja, and uh, Marvel, where Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 was a Nintendo Switch exclusive yeah. from Team Ninja. So there is a working relationship there to some degree. So mm-hmm. it would make sense, but... Yeah. All right. Either way, June 10th, Ninja Gaiden Master Collection. Okay. Now on to something Alex is wanting to hear about. DLC for Age of Calamity. Eh. I mean, I if, <laughs> like I enjoyed Age of Calamity. I thought it was great. Um, I mean, I have to know what this actually is. Is this going to be worth it? Because honestly, like... The way that they kind of, the way this trailer kind of was very much was in vain of the uh, Breath of the Wild uh, expansion pass, and that was not really worth the money from what I kind of heard from people. Um, so I, you know, I, I was pretty satisfied by the end of Age of Calamity. It's long as hell, and I kind of got my fill of it. So unless like the story, like whatever story expansion they are going to add is like really worth it. Like it has to, it has to be really worth it for me to at all think about picking this game back up. So, so this expansion pass is going to retail for twenty seven ninety nine. Let me just get into what's in it, Nathan. Yeah, yeah. And we'll get, we'll get back to talk mm-hmm. about it. Um, there will be a purchase bonus, uh, which is a weapon and costume for Link that will okay. drop May twenty eighth. Wave one will drop in June, and wave two will drop in November. Uh, wave one uh, will will uh, expand the roster, add new weapon types and new challenging enemies. You can also stop by the Royal Ancient Tech Lab to test yourself with new challenges. And then Wave 2 will bring new character vignettes, additional stages, an expanded roster, and new battle skills for existing characters. I don't know what any of that means. Like, I mean, honestly, unless you're really, really into specifically Age of Calamity and you just want more out of that game, that does not sound like... It's not... I don't think that sounds worth it as somebody who played it, put it down, is done with it, and... It's not going to make me come back. It is also, though, 1999 USD, which is the lowest number we've said thus far on this episode. <laughs> yeah, that seems a little no, bit more Capcom appropriate. Capcom Arcade Stadium the... is free to play. That's zero-ish. Mm. For for what? The, the one, one, game. The one game. free game? The 1999 yeah. for the yeah. packs. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, By the way. I, I was just going to say, Nintendo yeah, put a card kind of... up with all that information about it. And removed it so quickly before I had a chance to even try and read it. It was up on the screen for like because there was nothing there. I just read you exactly what was on it from the eShop, and there's nothing there. Yeah, yeah. They didn't want to leave it up there too long because they didn't want us to talk about it. Yeah. Well, we just did. So screw you, Nintendo. But not really. We love you. Um, Bravely Default Two coming February 26th. So this is the most like other than stuff that dropped today. This is the thing coming soonest, and it's a Bravely Default game. Anyone interested in the series or so this is on my fantasy draft critic league. Do I need to drop this or do I keep it on? Keep it. It'll do it's well. Probably gonna do well. The first one did well. Because yeah, I've been hearing a lot of chatter on I, I've been do I've been hearing a lot of chatter on like kind of funny and some other podcasts that apparently it wasn't that great. The tr- the demo that they released apparently was really poorly received from people who actually liked the bravely like liked the original. There's a new demo that you can so. try. Just try it and see if yeah, you should keep it. Demo. Hmm. Yeah. Do I want to do I want to do homework so I can potentially win a hundred dollars at the end of the year? 
Yes. I mean, $100 is $100. $25 is $25. It'd only be $20 because we were funding that. $20 is $20. (laughs) That's enough to buy the 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 wild expansion. Yeah, exactly. Well, well, no, USD versus CAD. Yeah, yeah, you're only getting, what, Nick and Ant are the only ones who are going to be giving you USD? Wait, are we all putting in $5? I thought we were just... Spo- we'll, we'll talk about stuff like Oh, I, I... Okay, I forgot it was just S5. Never mind. Yeah, you're only... Sponsor it's got it, the job system. No, never mind. I like games with job systems. Sorry. Brain okay. broke right now. Uh, I, I'm, I'm a dummy, because the next game after Brave the Default 2 actually launches one day earlier, February 25th. We get Ghosts and Goblins Resurrection. Hmm. Which is Ghosts and Goblins. But wasn't Ghosts and Goblins in the Capcom bundle but this the is the remake the original i think this is a okay. this yeah, is this like is a, a, re- a remake remastering. remaster like reskin got it it's okay reboot, make, make it look reboot. like a flash game yeah cool uh, those okay. games are tough uh, as hell next we got so- don't want to revisit oh yeah they hard yeah they yeah. Hard. yeah uh next thing we got was saga frontier remastered Woo! saga cool is that Woo! it i don't know saga's i'm happy for it. you April 15th. Now let's talk about Breath of the Wild okay. 2 and how they made everybody's dreams No, we have to happen. talk about Apex Legends first. March 9th, oh. go cozy. Hell yeah. Are you going to play it on Switch? <laughs> I mean... Double XP. <laughs> I'll think about it. Co- uh, somebody raised a good cozy. point, which is that it's going to be really easy to just get those big fat W's in that version of the game because everybody isn't going to know how to drift, but... Even is with that, be, is it going to be crossplay as well? Do we know? I, I'd imagine I so. Yeah, because yeah, every other so. version of the game yeah. is crossplay. So, so you might so, not need to. You might not need to to get off of your PS5. You might just be able to stay on that and still kill some kill some kill children some wanting to play a free to play shooter. Oh, but yeah. it was cro- they said it was double XP for those people playing on the Switch version. So I don't know how that mm. would work carrying that over. Probably uh, either way. Uh, to circle back to Project Triangle Strategy, uh, Jason Schreier tweets out the Project Triangle Strategy brackets LOL demo is pretty rad. Seems very much like the spiritual successor successor to Tactics Ogre slash Final Fantasy Tactics that many of us have been waiting for. Nathan, I don't like Tactics games. <laughs> I just want a turn-based RPG. Give me a turn-based rpg that's not octopath right. traveler because um, it didn't work okay now now we can get into the big stuff zelda breath of the wild sequel there is no news there will there might be news later this year is the announcement <laughs> we got for the breath of the wild sequel there are big cock tees um, oh my god i love the problem how, is if like, they hadn't if they hadn't said anything he comes out and says what he says about Skyward Sword, and everyone's just like, well, where's Breath of the Wild 2? So now people don't have to ask. They'd just be mad that it's not coming. Info yeah. isn't coming till later in the year. It's, it's damned if you do, damned if you don't. Did he have to There's come out? Could they have just dropped the trailer? Even if he didn't come out, you see anything from Zelda, be like, where's the other Zelda you already announced? It would not have mattered who yeah. said what. Mm, that's true. Yeah. People, uh, people mm. suck. I think, I think it just... I think it's good that they came out and said something. I think it just stung more by, you know, kind of what I expressed earlier of the Zelda deserves more than just 
an up res of Skyward Sword. And um, this is not the one people want. Uh, it's nice. It's it's nice that they added in the the con- new control scheme, so you don't have to do the motion control. But I I can't fathom that the actual the the new control scheme in it is the the uh, the right thumbstick uh, is your sword able to control the direction of your sword. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That's gonna that's gonna hurt I, real bad. I can't I can't imagine that's actually gonna feel good to play. Especially when you're trying so, to use those. I'm yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Well. Yeah. If you end up if you end up trying to look behind you and you, and all that ends up happening is like I know traditionally in in older and traditional style Zelda games you press a button and the camera just yeah, the automatically switches yeah. right behind you no matter what with like yeah. the 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 Z targeting and and everything but yeah I can't I can't get hype for this because there's other games that should have been included similar to previous mario games even yeah and i think i mean part of it is i mean i mentioned earlier i still think we could see wind waker and twilight princess come to the switch the way they came to the wii u sure um but the thing that i think really cements it to me is yes zelda has this legacy it's a big anniversary but you look at what they did for the mario 35th anniversary and they released re-released some old great games and did some interesting new takes on the mario franchise uh zelda does not sell as well as mario point that's blank, fair. right it's sold better so since it doesn't... breath of the wild though right yeah that's the only one it's only that in Link's awakening that have come out since breath of the wild but there's been and i still don't dynasty warriors games too true with the zelda name but those actually sold well as a game. whole the fr- the franchise doesn't sell mario numbers so if mm-hmm. they're going to invest they're more likely to invest in the things they know are going to be selling well i don't know how well the i mean the wii u didn't have a player base so you can't really you know judge the wind waker twilight princess hd remasters or remakes or re-release whatever you want to call them uh, that came out there just because the player base was much smaller but maybe they're but just scared that... that they'll flop on the switch as well i don't know but wouldn't they wouldn't that entice them more to make these bundles actually kind of more appealing because like 90 dollars for just skyward sword is like i i can't imagine it's a slap in the face yeah it's who's a, actually oh gonna yeah be that's the other thing this. this is a full price release yeah yeah I, when, um, it was 90 dollars for three mario games wouldn't you think that they'd want to make this bundle more appealing by adding wind waker and skyward sword or wind waker skyward sword and twilight princess all in the same bundle kind of it, really it's, try it's and funny sell it when we were when we were speculating on what was going to be in this presentation I speculated the exact opposite of what we got. I said we were going to get a bundle of Wind Waker and Twilight Princess and Skyward Sword to be nowhere to be seen. But instead, we only got Skyward Sword at full price. So I feel like this is my fault. Yeah, as I say, this is your fault, Mitch. Um, You son of a bitch. And here's the problem. People are going to buy it. I'm already seeing people in a Nintendo Facebook group I'm in being like, oh, yeah, I'll buy it. I'll buy it. I'll buy it. And I'm like, I'm going to buy it. Moving away from... I hate myself, but I'm going to buy it. Moving away from the injustices of the price and uh, of this game, not including the remasters of the Wind Waker and Twilight Princess and the like, like, what do we all think of Skyward Sword, like, just by itself? So IGN gave it a 10, and that was not a good review. What did you think of it, though? But reviews uh, are subjective. The the reviewer at the time might have felt it was a 10. Other people would feel differently. 
Yeah, I think scores yeah, don't I matter. Mean, it's the words that matter. The score does not matter. Mm-hmm. I can say okay, Pokemon so Omega I, Ruby is guys, a 47 out of 47, but what speak. does that mean? <laughs> I thought, um, you know, I, I mentioned this earlier as well. I, you know, I was for for the longest time, you know, I, I still do consider myself uh, a Skyward Sword apologist because it is better than what people would give it credit for um, in terms like I never ran into the the motion control issues back then um, that you know, everybody said, oh, it just doesn't work. You know, it's not whatever. And I, I never ran into that issue. The the issues I did run into were the quality of life stuff, very similar to Animal Crossing, which pushed me completely off of Animal Crossing. All those tiny little quality of life things that uh, even f- still frustrate mm-hmm. you, Nathan, like having to talk to the Dodo to go online and stuff like that. Um, or or do the menu you're and you're limited to five times a day. There's there's shit like every time you pick up a fucking ruby in Skyward Sword, or like you open a chest and there's a ru- there's rupees in it. It's it tells you, hey, wow, you found five. Ru-. Like mm. I know that I got I I cut the grass and a rupee fell out and I picked it up. I know you don't have to like it. Uh, Nintendo quality of life things that. They did not allude to that they are going to fix um, the 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 re-release of the Wind Waker. They went back and they tweaked um, the the back uh, the back half of the game where you're uh, sailing around to all the islands yep. um, to get the uh, Triforce pieces. They tweaked that so that it 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 is it wasn't as tedious in that they gave you. A faster sale. They gave you, you know, all that. They, they just made it easier and, and better for quality of life. And there's no indication that they've done any of that work. And the work that they have done to up-res it, this game looked great on the Wii because of the Wii's limited oh. hardware spec. This doesn't look very good anymore so i'm in many ways in the same boat to me. Uh, as you aj where i do think that the game is underrated uh i do think that it is all things considered a pretty quality zelda experience the first thing i was going to bring up though from my personal experience playing the game is this was i remember the first wii game that i played where i distinctly remember thinking to myself man this game does not look good and and i do want to the, the record needs to be set here I remember this being one of the first Wii games that I played when our family got our first HDTV. So I was not playing this on a CRT. And mm. I think that mm. undeniably enhanced things for the worst. Uh, but I remember playing it being like, I can tell that Nintendo, the, you know, Brainiacs at Nintendo understood that they couldn't make a photorealistic Zelda game. So they decided we're going to give it a more impressionistic Cezanne styled uh, art style so that we similar can to what they did with Wind yes, Waker. similar to what they did with Wind Waker. But whereas with the Wind Waker felt like that uh, art style was perfectly suited for the hardware with Skyward Sword, I just felt like it wasn't quite there. And I felt like, you know, years later, I would kind of remark that um, the Breath of the Wild, I think, was a lot more successful at kind of pulling that off. And again, you know, circumstances are everything. I think that also by 2011, I was a lot more indoctrinated to what was going on on Sony and Microsoft's consoles. You know, that was the same year that Skyrim and Dark Souls 1 came out. And those games looked, for their time, pretty badass. 
and i think that definitely reflected yeah. poorly on my uh enjoyment of uh, the game uh but yeah uh that's sort of where i am on it underrated zelda game but a game that i thought did not look that great to me personally at the time that i played it and yeah i don't know whether i'm gonna replay this or not tbd i just i'm kind of with you aj Mm -hmm. um in terms of so i did have problems with the motion controls and i would find that the like when i was in the boss fights and you had to make the slashes the right ways i would the just the inputs wouldn't work properly the combat puzzle was was a challenge for sure um i, I enjoyed so, the the motion controls personally I, I never had really much of an issue with it i will say though that like I, you know one of the downsides to how intricate the motion controls were in skyward sword is that it kind of felt like the design uh, that like it felt like resources were uh, subtracted from other areas of the game that otherwise would have received a little bit more care and attention had the all this motion control stuff not been so central to the experience. Um, but that was the whole point. But of I, I personally, yeah. What I want to ask of the peanut gallery here: Did you have a Wii remote with an integrated Motion Plus adapter, or did you have to? Have the one that plugged into the bottom of the Weaver Mountain. Integrated. And integrated. AJ? Um, for, for... For Skyward Sword. Did you have the Skyward one? Skyward Sword. I bought the bundle that came with this. Did. Of course you freaking did. <laughs> so, for those who are listening, yeah. it is the, the limited edition gold Wii remote with Motion Plus built in. So I was the only one yeah. of us that had the accessory, the dongle that attached mm. to it. I got my and, Wii. Uh, I a, also... Very late. So, sorry. Yeah, I had mine at launch. So I had I bought the accessory, and I also had motion control issues with uh, with Skyward Sword. So, hopefully, the switch has resolved it, or maybe these new controls do make it worth owning. Um, and I think this is actually one that Ant in our Fantasy Critic League already owns. So good on him for betting on something that had not even been rumored. I do want to quickly ask before we move on, what is it that made you stop playing this game back in the day, Mitch? Um, I was a dumb kid and I get distracted by things easily. Probably if that was the Wii, it was probably like high school exams or university stuff. Something like that. I I remember. What year year did this game come out? 2011? 2011. 2011. So yeah, I was in I was in first year university, so I was probably focused on that. I um I played through the majority of it when it came out. Um and then a few years ago, I actually for no reason at all popped it back in and picked up my save right where I left off. Um and I played through like whatever the last dungeon or two that I had to do and I mm. got all the way up to the uh final boss and then you know, I I that is when I started to to have some issues with uh, some of the motion tracking. Hmm. Um, and then I just never picked it up again after that. So I never saw credits, but I got there. Mm-hmm. So, hmm. yeah, I mean, if there's this is coming July 16th, if there really isn't anything else out in the summer, it may be one that I check out. Um, fun, fun, uh, fun tip for those Canadians of us out there. If you are one to collect your your PC points um, shoppers tends to get video games and you can use points on those, which is nice Um, because this is a a lot to pay for a 10 year old game with enhanced controls. And that's about it. Okay. 
the one more thing of this presentation. And Pokemon can, Coliseum! Basically. Uh, and then we can decide if we're going to get into what we've been up to, if we just want to wrap, because we're, we're running a little late here. Um, Splatoon 3, coming 2022. Not Pokemon Coliseum? It is not Pokemon Coliseum, even though Ant in our Discord, uh, invite.gg slash pressyyz, uh, was certain that in that first scene, this was Pokemon Coliseum, and it most certainly is not. It is Splatoon 3. Uh, you have a little buddy, and you can customize your little buddy and your little Splatoon in- inkling. 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 Yes. Yeah. Um, and that's going to come out next year, so that's nice. My sons were surprised. super excited. They were over Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised at how soon it is. Like, I'm surprised we've gotten two Splatoon games in the same generation. That's kind of not very heard of for Nintendo. Usually they kind of do one game per series per generation of console. So they seem to really like Splatoon. Yeah, Does this look back like a single player? Second one sold well. Second one had single player. Yeah. yeah. I'm just... sure that there will be a single player mode in this one as well. Uh, I'm sure that's how your little buddy factors into it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I, I do want to mention, uh, back in February of 2017, I went to an event that Nintendo hosted in Japan where you could play like a bunch of Switch games. It, it was like shortly after their big 2017 February presentation where they showed off 1-2 Switch and, you know, a bunch of the other Switch launch titles for the first time. Um, the You didn't have to get into a lineup really to get into the show floor, but you did have to choose between one of two lines if you want to get into either The Legend of Zelda or Splatoon 2. And the Splatoon 2 lineup, like three times as long as The Legend of Zelda lineup. So people huh. love their Splatoon. It's huge in Japan, like huge, huge, huge. Yeah. Um, they do like tentacles there. My kids tell That's me true. they're Japanese players. Ah, <laughs> got them. <laughs> I got that. Y'all kill me sometimes. Um, um, R.I.P. Yeah, basically. Um, <laughs> anyone thinking about checking out Splatoon when it comes out? I'll buy it for I my played boards. the second one I, and I, I, I didn't, didn't finish it. I, I played. I tried to play like there was like before Splatoon two came out. I tried to play the, the demo that they released that like the network test stuff, right? And like the network stuff seemed fine, but it for me it was the the controls for it in that it had the the mix between using the right stick and the motion i think you have your choice you don't have to use one or the other but i can see that i remember in that demo test i i don't think you couldn't i don't think you could change it in the the network test yeah i think it's either or but but the the, the demo probably was like that um yeah yeah and i i could not get into it and i was just like oh uh, okay i guess this is fine i played doom so. 2016 with those controls so I've heard wow. they're actually pretty not bad control scheme for for um shooters especially it's great in handheld honestly yeah i can imagine just make being able to make those micro adjustments by just moving instead of having to do it with the stick mm-hmm. but uh yeah so the one more thing here was splatoon anything Anything? Okay, first, let's go around. What was everyone's favorite thing that they saw today? Let's start with the positive. Mary Golf. AJ? Uh, come back to me. Okay. Alex? Oh. Um, I won't say Mario Golf, even though that is probably the best game that they did show, so I'll say Stubbs the Zombie. That's coming to PlayStation as <laughs> Cozy? well. Cozy? 
Uh, for me, okay, cool. it's a weird mashup between um, the Famicom Detective games and the not Danganronpa Danganronpa game that we saw. I think that game is World's End, uh, World's End Club. World's End Club. I think that game is oddly intriguing, and I actually am going to make a point of checking it out. <laughs> I mean, for me, I'm I'm right there with Nathan. It's Mario Golf all the way. Um, I uh, I think I have my answer. And is it not Skyward Sword? Uh, it's not Skyward Sword, but it's those goddamn Joy Cons. Oh, that's a good answer. Oh yeah, yeah, we, we didn't, talk didn't about mention. Those. We didn't talk about those. It's those. Zelda themed Joy Cons. Holy Sword shit, those and are beautiful. Shield. They uh, look really nice. Although I wonder if they'll feel tackier over time. Would it be cool if they were just like gold? everything always does? Look at that gold Wii remote that AJ was just. No, but that brandishing. thing looks nice. Yeah. Still. It's tacky as hell. No, it's still it's looks tacky. No, you look tacky as hell. I know I do. I'm wearing a goddamn Nintendo T-shirt. Of course I'm tacky. Like, why aren't the I'm Switch saying, controllers gold? That would be so much cooler. Because it's gaudy. It's not. It is. How much gold are you wearing right now, Nathan? Um, lots. Oh yeah? yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's all on his Prince Albert. Yeah, yeah. I got oh, a okay. big uh, mm. gold Prince Albert, and my underwear mm-hmm. is gold, which I can't show you due to Twitch kicking us off. So, oh well. Oh, and the nipple rings too, right? The yeah. nipple rings. Several nipple rings yeah. on each. They're nipple. actually chained all with gold chains all the way down to his Prince yes. Albert. That I will sense, actually, Mike. And you can you can you can twist a crank in the middle, and it just tightens everything. Um, it's great. I did complete the uh, clubhouse pass for PGA Tour Two K Two One, and now my golfer is in all uh, shiny gold clothing. So, so you're just gold member at this point. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, he's got a pink flamingo putter. So, uh, he, hmm, that's not gold. Yeah. All right. So we got through the positive. What was one thing everyone wanted to see that is or is not rumored uh, that you were hoping to see here but didn't? Wait, Nathan, rumored? I'm gonna start with you because I already know what it's going to be. Well, rumored. Yeah. Or something we something we know about. You would like confirmation. Yeah, yeah. Well, I just want to date on Axiom Verge and or Sports Story. Either of those two yeah. are big indies for the Switch, and where the fuck are they? The next indie direct, I would guess. Hopefully, it's not too far off. Mm-hmm. AJ. Um, any, things oh, also, we, any, anything Nintendo could improve upon for future presentations because we know they're going to watch this okay so honestly their presentation was fine so it's like not even that it's like it's their the expectation like you're never going to make everybody happy right but I I just also never feel like they're actually listening does that make sense yeah, they they mm-hmm. march by the beat of their own drum. Is it them they, setting they the do, expectations and though, or is it the un un the unreachable or the untenable expectations of their fan base? I I think all they said about this was putting Smash I and think first putting three Zeldas on a thing. I think putting three Zeldas together in a collection and selling that for ninety dollars instead of just yeah. Skyward Sword. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that would have been better. I think if they. If they if they did something with N sixty four games in their their online stuff, or or they started for you know five ten dollars a pop, putting the GameCube games out on the Switch, sell sell it for money, sell it for money, Nintendo. Do you not like money? Yeah, they've already shown like with the Mario games that those were straight up just emulators, and so it's like yeah, it it's clearly not. Like if they're if they're putting in that little effort, like they can easily, you know, I mean, 
this is armchair I mean, those are emulated, like, though. If they wanted to port over the Wii U games, they would have to port them, presumably. Yeah, I don't think they're running a Wii U emulator on the Switch. That's all these true. Games that's a little bit... Over, you so. just that's change a little the bit EXE more at the end work. of it. You, you change yeah, the no, EXE. You don't. Exactly. That's not you how programming works. Yeah. None of that is how programming works, guys. Yeah, None of that was dot right. Wii U. Yeah, and no, you, it'll yeah. run. That's then not how that works. Switch. Change it from dot Wii U to dot Switch. Yeah, yeah. Nintendo, hire me. <laughs> Do you have anything cozy, or can I either um, transition this to something else or wrap this up? So, like, a lot of people were <laughs> asking <laughs> that Retro Studio show off uh, Metroid Prime Four uh, during this presentation. I, I did not have a lot of faith that that was going to happen. However, I will say. Um, back in December of last year, they put out a tweet saying that they were looking for a boss slash AI designer to join them on their journey to make Metroid Prime 4. And I responded by saying that I made a bomb-ass plate of chili and cornbread uh, that week, and I did not get any acknowledgement in the direct, so I'm pretty upset about that. I just want more Pokemon. Where's Bayonetta 3? It's in the same hellhole they've buried Breath of the Wild 2 in. Okay, so we did talk off the top about doing the stuff we've been up to this week at the end after we got through the topic of the show. It has been an hour and 45 minutes. Do we want to still do that? Or do we want to hold these things I, for next week? I think, I think you look at the list and see what the most of us can talk about. And we talk about that one thing and then we save the rest for next week. I only week. have a minute to okay, talk what? about what I've been up to. So, like, yeah, uh, let's just go quickly. Technically, the one that we can all talk, or that most of us can talk to on this list is Spider-Man 2018. So, Cozy, why don't you tell us about Spider-Man 2018? Okay, so like... And the rest of this will be held for next week. I've talked about this game a couple times on the podcast in the past. I started it first in July of 2020. Then I took it up again in December of 2020. And... I originally was planning on moving on to a game called ReZero Prophecy of the Throne uh, after I finished up the Knack Platinum. However, I want to get caught up on the anime that's associated with that game. So instead, I decided, you know what? I'm just going to go back to Spider-Man 2018 and finish the job there because I cannot keep coming back to this game and taking breaks from it. Uh, this time around, I really, really, really have gained an appreciation for the combat system in Spider-Man 2018. I think it is second to none in terms of combat systems in like open world action adventure games from this past generation but it is pretty complicated there are a lot of buttons to memorize a lot of combos to memorize and every single time you walk away from this game you don't retain as much information about how to master this combat system as you would like so i was very much like i just need to power through and complete this game and i will have more thoughts to share on it next week because i will have beat it by then so far, though, Woo! great time. Yeah, Spider-Man's awesome. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yes, I enjoy Spider-Man. Um, it's very good. Whip. I need try Miles Morales. Are you playing the remaster? Or are you just playing the? Are you playing the remaster? Or are you playing the? Normal? Uh, I'm playing the PlayStation uh, Four version of the game. Are you going to get the remaster after you platinum the PS4 version so you can get the easy platinum? Probably, but I'll want to take a bit of a break before doing so. You don't have are to do anything. Are you planning you to, to also play Miles? Well, well, he has to buy Miles first. Yeah. So are you planning to play Miles at any point, Cozy? 100%. Okay, like, so I, I would say... I already yeah. know... Take, take, your, take your break. Like, I've, I've raised my kind of grievances with, like, a little bit of the story stuff, but, like... Ultimately, in the grand scheme of things, those are small issues compared to the some of the experience that I played thus far. This is a very, very good game, and I'm for sure going to play Miles Morales when I'm done with it. 
excited to hear what you think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I love both of those games. So I, I've made the decision myself to not get the easy platinum and to instead play the damn game. Um, yeah. I'll take so that once I get back to it, I'm glad. <laughs> play the game. It's a goddamn masterpiece. But either way, I'm excited to hear more about your journey through Spider-Man. But until next time. We've been Press YYZ, your one-stop shop for Canadian-focused gaming news. Uh, you can find the show here every week on Twitch, 8 p.m. Eastern. Uh, you can head over to YouTube, hit that subscribe button, ring that bell. Very much appreciated. You can rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you can review podcasts. Come hang out with us on Discord, invite.gg slash PressYYZ. And give us a follow over on Twitter at PressYYZ where we will keep you up to date on when we go live and post new episodes of this show and any other things we might do. And, of course, you can keep up with the rest of us over on that there social media. Nathan, where are you on the internet? Uh, follow me at the underscore NMAC on Twitter and Instagram. Cozy. You can find me over on Twitter at Alex Casina, and, of course, on Twitch at twitch.tv slash live. Cozy Bear's Cooking is really ramping up. Go check it out if you like video games and food. AJ Fraser. You can find me all over the internet at Times Hero. Um, recently, I've been streaming some Super Smash Bros. Melee. Um, I, I started off kind of cold on it, thinking it feels really bad, and I'm kind of coming around. It's it's so, There's something to the structure of unlocking the characters in that game that is completely missing from the later games um and you can kind of if you go to my my twitch channel um there there's a collection of me playing smash brothers there um uh and and you can see my progression not only getting better at the game itself but just as as it goes I, i start to warm up to it and get more excited about having to play it i've also been playing um the uh, Super Mario 3D World on there as well, and you can see my running around through through that uh, that I did this past weekend over there as well. Mr. Ballant. Uh You can see as I lose my collective mind uh, at blatantly Alex on Instagram and blatantly underscore Alex on Twitter. And as always, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, wherever you might find me at Mr. Mitch George. And as always, thank you for playing.